This is Story Quest. Today's story is The Mystery of the T Rex Fossil. In the ethereal light of the museum's tall windows, a rumble shook through the walls, making the glass shake. Howls could be heard, shrieks on the wind, and an icy chill. This was no ordinary museum, it was haunted very haunted. We'll be back there in a moment, but right now we're in the quieter surroundings of an antique shop with Toppy. He's just a kid who likes old things, so he loved a good mooch about in Den's antiques. There was an area of the shop for the most precious things of all under lock and key, but Toppy didn't care about those. He just liked to rummage about through the old books and trinkets and chat to the owner, Terry. Terry didn't mind visitors, as long as they didn't overstay their welcome and get in the way of his naps. One of his other favourite places was the local museum. Maddening Museum was a great place to visit. As long as you didn't mind the small fact that it was haunted, and I mean really haunted. You didn't even have to wait for the dead of night for the strange happenings to start. The halls echoed with moans and shrieks, lumbering vibrations which ran through the corridors and halls. There were strange flickering shadows as if something had darted past you. I mean, it didn't stop people visiting because, well, hey, come on, a haunted museum sounds pretty cool, right? I know I'd go. Well, all right, I'd probably go, as long as it wasn't dark. Anyway, let's get on. The head curator was a very clever scientist called Dorkings, and he was tired of it all. I mean, he had to work there every day, and it was enough to drive you bonkers. But there wasn't much he could do, and hey, people still came to visit and learn about the past, so that was something. The largest dinosaur skeleton in the museum was, of course, the T-Rex. Who doesn't love a T-Rex? It was considered to be one of the best, most perfect specimens in the world, except for one small thing. Well, one big thing, actually. It was missing one sharp pointy bit. Inside his jaws, the largest of the fossil incisors was missing, thought to have been stolen many years before. But hey, it was still a T-Rex and people would come from far and wide, all across the country, to come and see it. I say it, but people called him Toothy. Toppy was visiting the museum for the bajillionth time. He felt like he had a lot in common with Toothy on this particular day because he too had lost a tooth. As you do when you're about eight or nine. He thought about this as the curator joined him. They were pretty good mates, as Toppy was always at the museum. They got on so well that the curator even gave him the code for the special door of the rooms where the most precious fossils were kept, as well as a bunch of offices and other boring stuff. Toppy had teeth on his mind. I don't think dinosaurs get money under their pillows for losing teeth, do they? He said to the curator. Doubt it. There's no evidence of pillows in the late Cretaceous, or at least no credible evidence. So if he'd lost his tooth, he'd be pretty sad, right? I mean, it would have been a really big, important tooth. And how are you meant to be a proper T-Rex without it? It would proper put you on the rampage. The curator looked at Toppy curiously. So, and this is just an idea, what if all the noise and thundering, all the haunted shenanigans, is because some sort of ghost of Toothy is on the rampage, said the little boy. 
The ghost of Toothy, the curator, looked as if a dinosaur ghost was a ridiculous idea and then remembered he worked in a haunted museum and anything was possible. But we don't know where the fossil tooth went. It's been a mystery for years now. But hang on. I wonder where the haunting started. He said, looking as if not just a penny was dropping, but a whole bag of coins. He ran as fast as he could to his office, rushed to the bookshelf, and started thumbing through the pages of an old book, The History of Maddening Museum. Here we go. The haunting started the very same day the fossil disappeared. It suddenly seemed as if Toppy had hit the nail on the head, or hit the tooth on the... Actually, never mind. If we find the tooth, the hauntings will finally stop, he said to no one in particular, euphoric at the thought that he might finally get some peace and quiet. Uh, that won't be good for business, you do realise, said his boss the next day. Yes, but Toofy's not happy. I'd be a rubbish curator if I didn't look after my dinosaurs. His boss thought perhaps he was taking in the job a bit too seriously, but agreed that it was worth a try. So they started the campaign to find the fossil and offered a massive reward to anyone who could track down the elusive tooth. They offered so much money that paleontologists and even normal people from all over the world started the search, rummaging through old collections, hunting through police records of theft, and even looking down the back of the sofa, paleontologists lose stuff too. One very grand explorer declared that he had found the tooth, and everyone got very excited. But then, when they ran a DNA test on it, it turned out it was actually just an old tooth from an unusually large puma. Someone else tried to pass off a tooth which turned out to be made of Play-Doh. I mean, that didn't fool anyone for a moment. The search continued to no avail, and then shrieks and thundering roars and rumbling steps continued at the haunted museum. Toppy didn't have anywhere to look. Or so he thought. On one day in particular, he was doing what he liked to do. Thumbing through a book with all the Latin names for dinosaurs. He was a kind of dino nerd. Nothing wrong with that, please. Then he read something very interesting. Very interesting, indeed. He ran as fast as he could to Den's antique shop, bursting through the door and making the bell almost fall off its hinges. Why is the shop called Den's Antiques? Your name's not Den, he exclaimed. No, it's not. I don't know. My grandfather chose it. Grandfather Bob. But Den's means tooth in Latin. Why would you call a shop after a tooth? Could it be a clue? Well, my father's father opened the shop over a hundred years ago. He was certainly a <clears throat> an interesting character, full of mischief. Toppy started to search around the shop. The tooth! Come on, it must be here! But nothing could be found, unless the locked cabinet. Well, bless my soul, no one's asked to see inside that for years. And probably because of this, it took a very long time for the shop owner to find a key. Toppy hopped excitedly from foot to foot until a large train with jangling keys was located in the 15th place that they had looked. With trembling hands, he opened the cabinet. Dust plumed out as the door creaked open. Terry 
tried to hide the contents, but Toppy could glimpse glittering rings and silver medals, and one was a very large fossil tooth, like you'd find on a T-Rex. Oh, we've solved the mystery, Toppy exclaimed in glee. But then, Toppy felt a bit sad. But if they found it was here, you might get into all sorts of trouble. After all, your grandfather must have stolen it. Terry nodded quickly. Yes, that's certainly true. And I don't want the fuss. I quite like having a quiet life. Too much interested me and I'd uh, have no time for naps. Toppy thought Terry looked a tiny bit shifty, but together they hatched a plan. Back at the museum, Toppy tiptoed into the corridor. Using the code that Dawkins had shared, he smuggled himself along the corridor into the office. The tooth was heavy in his bag, and he lifted it onto the curator's desk and then ran as fast as he could out of the museum. Well, no one was more surprised than Dawkins at the tooth magically appearing. He delightedly installed it back in Toothy's chops, and almost at once a sense of calm descended, a golden shimmering light suffusing every corner, and the hauntings stopped that very day. And whilst some people missed the excitement, the curator was delighted. And after all, it was his job to keep his dinosaurs happy, wasn't it? And Toppy kept Terry's secret. And although he begged to have a look in the locked cabinet once again, Terry kept it locked. Oof, I wonder what else might have been inside. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. You are our story master this week, Albert. You sent us the idea for the mystery of the T-Rex fossil. Uh, Tell me, why did you send us that name? I was just thinking of a name and then it just came to me because I like dinosaurs and then I just thought of fossils and then I thought up the name. What is it you love about dinosaurs? Well, they're very interesting because they are basically animals that lived like six, five, 65 million years ago and I think they're interesting. Well, ah. Story was about a, a T Rex fossil. What's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, I think it's Velociraptor. What do you like about them? Well, they're very fast and they're small and, and they hunt in groups. Yeah, they're, they're quite tiny, aren't they? We always think that Velociraptors are big, but I, I think they're really small. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Well, listen, a mystery of the T-Rex fossil. I know you've seen some of the story. What's been your favourite bit? Uh, I think it's when it was about when it says the, 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 the biggest part of the T-Rex was missing. Wow. We loved making a mystery about a T-Rex for you, Albert. Uh, tell me. Why did you send us a story? Like, what, what, what made you like fire it over to us? Uh, well, I 
just wanted like a story to be like part of this this and then I just walked up of it. Wow, we loved making it for you, Albert. Thank you so much for being our story master this week. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.